What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Bronche. I am Julissa. What's up, everybody? This is Skittles. And this week, we have a very special guest. This girl is my homie. This is like a day one, day one. Um, <laughs> I've known her since we was in middle school, and she was really one of those ride or die. You know, back in episode one, I had mentioned, like, the girls you grow up with who are, like, your ride or die, like, no your matter Cardi what goes B's. down, your Cardi B's. Ow. Like, this is... <laughs> This is one of mine. Um, so Desiree, who the fuck are you? Oh my god, thank you for having me, Julie. This is such a such an honor. You literally you texted me yesterday and I'm like, <laughs> Hell yeah. Why is this even a question? I've been waiting for you to ask me. Oh hi, my name is Desiree. Um me and Julie know each other since I don't know, like two thousand four. Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah. Three. Two thousand three. Yeah. Wow. And we're adults now. Yes. And we're doing shit like this. Like crazy yeah so um i'm a mom i'm a mom yeah. now i have almost three years old uh leah which yes. i'm sure you've seen on videos dancing this and girl is lit yeah she can have her own snapchat quite honestly yeah for real like i, sh- I, I need to make her youtube channel yeah because it's just gotten to the point famous. where it's like wow yeah but um yeah so i'm i'm married almost six years yes to Louis. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and um yeah but i still don't have my own place so yeah. thanks for being a millennial right yeah. yeah so we're still uh sharing a house it's his parents house and uh building on to like either buying something or renting, renting just something yeah. But, yeah. It's so great, though, because she has so many of the checkpoints that most millennials don't. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't got a man. I don't have this. I don't have that. But, yeah. Oh, okay. You're sharing a house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a millennial, for sure. That's awesome. Desiree, also, I should say, like, um, you know, growing up, she was one of those uh, young ladies who was very outspoken and always participated in, like, all the programs. She was, like, in the youth council. And she would, like, go up and give speeches and be passionate about her community and stuff like that. And she was a dancer. Like, that was, like... The big thing. Des was like one of the best dancers in the crew. Thank like you. hardcore. We were battling these bitches on an eighth grade senior trip. trip. And we're like, <laughs> we were ready to fight them <laughs> afterwards. Like it was so real. Yeah. But it's always been awesome because like I'm not a good dancer, right? People who know me know I like to dance. I enjoy it very, very much. I am not very good at it. Though, but Desiree was one of one of those people who will always hype me up no matter what which <laughs> which was so no matter what was happening <laughs> no like matter. we were literally in six flags one day and michael jackson oh came on God. and we were there for that fright fest so i think it might have been michael jackson thriller and julie was like doing a bunch of hand movements like voguing i was like yes go go hey, hey. <laughs> so it was just always there yeah that moral support was always important because des was one of the pretty girls that all the boys liked she was like one of the popular girls but not in a mean girl's way like just in a like she was fly and like everybody knew it so it was important when i was my little geeky ass was just like yeah yeah that's my friend <laughs> that's my friend thank you bro. thank you thank you <laughs> yeah so, Des, what is your favorite brunch plate? Oh, my God. I love meat. I'll go for <laughs> I'll go for um, churrasco medium with some over-easy eggs on top. Like yes. Hash brown. That like, yeah, amazing. that's definitely yes. my go-to. Awesome. I like savory. Yes. Not so much the sweet stuff. Yes. So then what do you drink with that? 
Nah, the drink is separate. (laughs) (laughs) So a Jack Punch, that Jack Punch at Mama Juana's in Dykeman? There's Jack Punch now at Havana Cafe. I saw it. I almost got it. Wait, so tell me about it. Like, no, you, you was lit. Yeah, with just one glass. Really? One glass. Which is like, really? yes. So they keep coming. Wait, what is it? Jack, Jack Punch. I don't Jack know what they have juice. in it. Yeah, but. I think it was like Jack Daniel. They had like the little like poster thing. It was like Jack Daniels, like mango juice, passion fruit. It's like, yeah, it's like a, you know. A blend of like fruity stuff. Fruity stuff. And but, with whiskey. Yeah. Ooh. And it was bottomless. So you were asking for more. So oh, you were drinking oh, and dangerous. you can feel the liquor. Like they were not cheap at all with oh, the liquor. It was really good. I mean, it could have been bottomless, but I don't care. Like I was twisted. That's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. And today I had a coconut sangria. Ooh. Right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Same. Same head tilt for me when he named it. I was like, coconut. Um, and I tried it. It, it really kind of tastes like a coconut mojito. Mm. Um, but I guess, you know, just with the white wine. And and they gave lit. Julie a bigger cup today. Right. Because so, she kept asking for refills. So, so you know it was good. Yeah. So, you know it was really good. And then the week before that, I had tried at the other Havana. It was... Um, Mojito with champagne, Ooh. right? It sa- right, sounds a little weird. So it was a, it was a mojito mimosa, um, and it tasted good. So they found a balance. I got so fucked up that like I went to pee and definitely <laughs> took a nap on the toilet. No, I took a nap on the toilet. Matter of fact, that wasn't last week. That was two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Wait, so hold I on. So nap. this means you weren't even squatting yeah, on the is. toilet. You were sitting I down. Was sitting. <laughs> I should have been been a lot clearer. So I came home because I was going to go to try to record the episode, but it failed. That was the day that the recording failed. So I was like, okay, I had like 45 minutes to get ready, leave the house and be on time to the recording. Yeah. So, you know, I went to pee and then I just, someone texted me. I forgot who texted me and I wake up and I was like sleeping on the toilet for like 20 minutes. And I was just like, Oh my God, like what? That's how turnt I was. I was just, oh it was over. I tapped out before. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so, Desiree, what was it like um, eating out when you were a kid? Eating out was a privilege when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was always either Sizzler or Red Lobster. Sizzler. <laughs> like, Sizzler. 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 I think I went to Sizzler maybe once. I was going to say, life. not everybody knows about that Sizzler's life. My family yeah. was definitely about that Sizzler's life. And so, and what is your favorite bochincha topic to talk about sex. over? Yes. I keep waiting for that to be the answer. Who's <laughs> fucking who? Because I'm like, who's fucking who? Else? And yeah. who's pregnant with who? Right. <laughs> and who at the table had sex last? Who had the, who at the table had sex Whose last? Whose man night? got the good dick? Yeah, <laughs> like, who got the pictures to share with the group? Oh, pictures! <laughs> <laughs> Not always. Not always. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, sex is always my go-to bochinche. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like I honestly like. It is one of the most beautiful things about being a human being. And it'll keep you talking <laughs> like, for so long. I think, because you could talk about it in like a dirty, nasty, ratchet level, but it can also, like, if you go deep enough, like, you can have a really deep conversation about sex yeah. and the connection Ooh. of sex with people. Like, I, I, bl- I like light up. You want to, yeah. I'm having a bad day. You want to cheer me up? Tell me about let's, your let's last sex. sex story. Tell me your best <laughs> sex story. That'll yes. cheer me up. Like, I love 
talking about it and hearing how because people like you know they have themselves and then they have like them their sex selves mm. like who they unleash themselves yeah. to be like your alter ego like, exactly like who are you who in bed off yeah it's it's literally like so someone who might be like seen as independent and powerful on the mm-hmm. forefront might just want to get yeah, digged down and, and, and like submissive. you know what I mean and have someone to tell them to shut the fuck up and take this dick you know what I mean like yeah. that's yeah. what she wants yeah. like, they can don't talk to that like that me. Me. yeah no <laughs> catch me outside with that you know like there's but there's that's a dynamic or vice versa someone who's really quiet is like the biggest freak and be like doing all types of shit like yeah strapped on and like fuck my man up the ass what nigga and be like oh shit bitch I know. I like you, Julie. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to move into shouting out. Here's to the ladies who this week, the ladies who pulled through as they always do. Black women always save lives. Hashtag black girl magic. Absolutely. Black girls matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Let me tell you something. I was very happy um, at the resorts, which at, at the results, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of white people who were really happy and thanking black people because it wasn't mm-hmm. just uh, black women. Yeah. There were there was a significant number of black male voters as well. Um, and I'm sitting there like I'm glad that your Facebook, like you're you're like on everybody's jock about how they voted, but like, are you gonna show up for us next time? Mm-hmm. Like, are you? going to wait for a moment that's not just voting for something um if there is a trial or if there's presence in white voices that are needed um are you actually going to do something now Mm. like i don't be on my dick now and be like see i'm not a racist i understand the power of black voices but you don't do a damn thing for black voices so i I, there was a lot of that that i saw in my timeline and so yes like show us um thanks but like don't just write a good facebook status about how we need to support black women Mm -hmm. change your life and do something about it so i say that to say shout out to black people we have magic we already know we are one of a kind as a a and i'm glad they're noticing like i feel like the revolution lately hasn't been so empowering until like that moment right, right there like that was one of those and that the black life matters but yep. these people are actually showing up to vote and try to make a change and that's how it all starts yeah mm. absolutely because you imagine having a man like Roy Moore who like supports slavery and that's like crazy. you know just like hates people like I just feel like these fucking Republicans like, just hate people they're just old crusty they're mad like pasty and white and I just hate that. everybody because they're so you know so what's pasty. funny that you say that because on my way here I was talking I was thinking about our dynamic and how like I tend to shy away from politics and allow my like more well-versed girlfriends educate me on that. So you have I have my Julissas, I have my Adizas and all that stuff and I kind of like look to my friends to kind of really guide me on that. And I was like, "Why is that?" And it's just really that I hate like old pasty white men telling me how I should live my life. Also talking about um the numbers of white people that actually voted for Roy Moore. Um, and the fact that I'm looking for the percentage right now. I posted it on um, Facebook. V fat. Where the hell is this chart love that I just had on my screen and now it's not? Oh, okay. So 72% of white men voted for more and 63% of white women voted for more. It was like, white women, get together and talk about this. Like, what is yeah. the issue? Yeah. And what is going on? And how can we change it? Like, yeah, he's a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I really... I, I found myself not finding it hard to believe that, you know, white people support ridiculous other white people. Like, it just, at this point, I was like, of course he's, of course he's a pedophile. Of course, of course they're saying, well, back in my day, it was normal for a young yeah. lady to marry an old man. Of course you're going to say oh. some shit like that. You know, that's, that's, that's part of the reality of the culture of this country. And we just never pay them any mind. And so we don't realize that that's what exists. But there's a lot of things that that man said that the majority of Americans in certain areas believe. And we just can't believe because for so long, those types of people have been invisible to us. And if they haven't been invisible, there's just been like less harsh versions of them, at least as a New Yorker, at least as a person of color in New York versus some of, some of these other places. Like I know racist shit, but like I never had to hear nobody try to justify no pedophilia like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like all right just some like there's just certain things i don't know but shout out to ladies uh and men of the melanin thank you for doing yes the right thing. collection yes. we appreciate it all right so cheers to ladies who i want to cheers at sharon and beyonce on their new collaboration mm-hmm. perfect um i don't know it's just like a really simple beautiful love song um it, there's nothing spectacular about it but um, you know, it's that- the first time in a minute that Beyonce is like sing singing and mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. I don't know doing like some avant garde. Yeah, I haven't heard it. I yeah. have to listen. It's a listen simple to love song, yeah. simple pop song. I like it, um, and it got me in the mood for like Sammy and Danny's wedding. So I was like, Oh, oh shout out cute. to Sammy and Danny. Getting married. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I literally haven't bought anything oh, that God. I need to get I actually, for that wedding. I need to text Danny now. <laughs> I'm going to text Danny after this podcast. Um, I have some questions. I'm unprepared. Um, Danny actually, for my Sweet 16, he was one of three dancers. Desiree yeah. was the other dancer. <laughs> and my homegirl, my homegirl Laura, was like the third person, and they like did an entry. Yeah, where is dance. she now? Laura is engaged. Ooh, so she's okay. Married. She lives um, in Dykeman or in somewhere in the Heights with her fiance right now. Um, she got her master's. Like she's killing the game. She well, does, hi Laura. Yeah, right. She's like she's yeah. like. Send me on Facebook. Right? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> we have to do like a reunion. Yeah. But uh, so Danny's getting married. Everyone's. Do you see this? What? Do you see my life? All of my dancers. No, no, are no. Engaged. That just means married. you're next, Julie. <laughs> that just means you're next. We'll trust see. me. Um. But yeah. So shout out to them. But that song made you think of their wedding. Yeah, is yeah. What you're saying. Yes, yes. Excitement. Excitement. Um. Next, cheers to the ladies who are starring in Ocean's. The new female cast. The all female cast. Um, they just released the promotional poster, and it is fly. Rihanna stole the show, of course, because she's Rihanna. But also, just all the amazing women involved in the cast. Um, freaking Anne Hathaway, Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. um, Rihanna, Aquafina is actually a rapper who went to LaGuardia. Yeah, Aquafina. And a couple of other people. I can't remember right off the top of my head, but... AKA, cool. they're not relevant to you. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, Juan doesn't find them relevant, therefore, <laughs> it does not matter who they are. I haven't seen the poster, so I'm not sure who, who it is, but, um, you know, I think that this sounds like it's going to be fun. I worry... I always feel like such an anti-feminist when I say this, but I worry that now Hollywood is going to take advantage of not putting out new shit and just making remakes with all female yeah. Um and like that's Ghostbusters. Not, yeah, yeah, right. And that's not a hit towards like, oh, why are we redoing things for women? I think it's great to redo classics and like show the new generation of girls that we can kick ass just as well as the men do. But it's just like Hollywood has such a hard time creating, creating room for stuff. new work. Mm-hmm. 
and as a writer, I'm like, how the fuck am I ever going to get a movie up here if I have to wait for them to remake every movie from like the 80s all the way to 2017 <laughs> before they'll read my fucking yeah. script? That's true. Um, you know, so I, I just, I worry about that. And I'm like, come on, like, why don't we do new movies that are all female cast that are written by a female? Like, yeah. new story. There's so much more we can be doing. But it's still going to be dope. Like, yeah. if, the movie's is, if the movie's good, it's good. Like, I'm not hating. I'm just saying... All right, moving into Tuta Loca is where we call motherfuckers out who are doing the most. All right, net neutrality. I oh feel like God. for a lot of us motherfuckers who have been ignoring those posts for <laughs> every single day, <laughs> who, who decided that they didn't care enough, it sounded too technical, and they're yeah. like, "Fuck it, I don't. I probably won't care anyway." I'm gonna need y'all to know that you're gonna care if for you to post your fucking food selfies oh, and it'll all cost that. Five ninety nine. They start charging your ass. Just one ninety nine per Google. Google. All right. I th- I say boycott the fucking internet then. And then think about what like, that means. That means oh no one's God. listening to us. That means we don't have a podcast. No, but like, I mean, like, that's be dramatic. But Snapchat, no, no, like, no, that's crazy. But do you hear? But that's that's the fuckery of it. They have us by the fucking mm-hmm, balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have us by the balls, and that's why having the protection was so important in the fir- first place. Because mm. to pretend that demand on the internet is not high would be to deny that you live in 2017. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that that is just part of everything. But I we was do. reading. Which we have to now really pay attention because if they don't mention it often, we're going to forget about it. Yep. But then we're also going to see a decrease in our bandwidth and increase in our bill. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's really, really have to pay attention to because then we're literally not paying $1.99 per Google, you know, every search engine or whatever, but we're paying more for high-speed data. We're going to be paying more for more bandwidth. Like, everything is just going to increase, so it's going to be the point where, shit, I'm not going to Google this because I might have to pay so much more. Kind of like collect back calls. to the library. Yes, encyclopedias okay. are going to be back. Card before. Yep. Listen, I got mine. My daughter got hers, too, so <laughs> I'm ready. That's like crazy. Yeah. 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 And they just closed down the fucking Barnes and Nobles in Bay Plaza to open yes, the Saks Fifth Avenue. Bring back Barnes and uh, Nobles because I will dead be up in there. Mm-hmm. It's all a conspiracy. Yes, Man crazy. trying to keep us down. Guys. I gotta talk about this all day. <laughs> this all feels like on some real shit. I started watching Black Mirror on Netflix. Oh, you're finally Yo. there. You're finally there. <laughs> so yeah, fucking that neutrality came. It just. It's it's a, it's the new way that people can capitalize on folks' pockets, and th- there's just history always finds you know when the gold rush happened, when the oil and the coal mines and the railroads opened. Like there's always been a moment in time where like there's an opportunity, and like people just take mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. fuck people mm-hmm. over until someone says no, you can't fuck them over anymore until laws made. Um, that law was made and that was revoked. So let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm so, just saying this just podcast. Stay tuned. Stay woke. We might have to. We tuned, might. Yeah. Listen. We might be sending out owls. With like, <laughs> right. I will send pigeons with little t- USBs of the episode to all our Facebook fans. Or I'm going to rent out a theater and be like podcast live. 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 We'll record it to keep it, you know, mm-hmm. but like it'll all happen live. All right, um, another fucking terrible thing. Uh, the the l- list of banned words uh, for the CDC to say. <laughs> it's just really funny uh, because it, people say like words don't matter and like language doesn't matter, but the fact that they have to uh, ban words like vulnerable, entitlement, diversity, transgender, fetus, 
evidence-based, science-based. What are you going to call a fetus then? Right. So all of these, all these things are literally... Sperm yolk. Listen. You're like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they just... They're changing the language so that people cannot be empowered to literally put life and reality to what the world is. So we don't have to acknowledge the transgender community. We don't have to acknowledge science-based evidence. We don't like it is literally like a child being like, no, well, you know, <laughs> we're not gonna listen to it. Well, the rules is this is my magic castle, and in my magic castle, you can't say <laughs> transgender. Da, 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 da. Like that's literally what's happening and it's ridiculous because when you think about how things are recorded in history and how much we rely on history books for things that are in the past imagine someone reading about today 20 years from now and if for a good chunk of time this language is not allowed or if it's forever banned for whatever reason like think about that the way in which they learn and what they think is true or not changes based off of what's documented and so they're literally trying to change the fabric of history by banning words so that you cannot craft things to reflect the reality like isn't that fucking crazy and it's not the first time what? they've black done it. Mirror, black mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the first you. time because everything we know in history now, it's not real. Like all this Christopher, uh, Christopher Columbus, I didn't know he was a dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was my hero yo, when I, I was five. To, I love yo. I used to be mad proud. What are the ships? The Nina. Yeah. The Nina? <laughs> <laughs> I used to go hard in class. No one can tell me nothing about Columbus. I was like, he's mad brave. He went out here. He discovered all these lands. Everybody thought he was a loser, and he came out here winning. Fuck out of here. Like I loved Columbus. I didn't and know. And now, <laughs> fuck Columbus know. Day. Yeah, oh, I'm not buying God. anything that day either. That's right. Fucking A. All right. Well, um, next thing on our list. Uh... Keaton the con. Keaton the con. <laughs> Fucking so, internet again. This kid makes a video about bullies and he's crying and it becomes a viral hit. And you have everyone from Justin Bieber to Rihanna screaming out, support Keaton. And there's a GoFundMe page and it raised like 58 something like thousand dollars too much money yeah and (laughs) then the gofundme ended up being put on hold because some news came out about keaton's family his father is a jailed white supremacist and apparently allegedly now i don't know if this is completely true but apparently keaton was being bullied because he was saying racist things to people of color in school yeah so, I don't know, man. Listen, I, that's how he people... had it coming. Yeah, because but now, no, but they made this video to prevent bullying, but he's getting bullied even more now. Yeah, yeah like you seen those memes, they're funny, <laughs> they are funny. Like, I'm going to hell for laughing, but that hurts. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be the kid getting bullied. Really? So, I mean, if that was the case. That was not the right way to go, I guess. Right. Because it's just, it's just adding more fire to fuel. the mm-hmm. fuel to the fire. Yeah. I mean, bullying sucks. It period. does. Period. Period. It sucks, and I feel like um, with the internet, it's just so magnified because the internet is these kids' mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're really growing up with social media being like everything to them. Um, so it seems like their world is ending when they're being bullied online. Mm-hmm. And so it can be such a huge deal for so many of these little kids. But it's like, I think at that point is when your parent needs to step in and be like, you're not allowed to be on the internet for this for Like, yeah, where are these parents like... Take I'm glad the parents, too. They're like, on the internet with them. I'm glad some know. states are like making these 
these parents liable for this and some I, I forgot what state but they're gonna find the parents now hmm. if it if they catch their kid bullying another oh, kid yes. like i'm all for that like that needs I to happen everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's the, this thing where like the parent gets fined if the kid's behavior mm -hmm. is yep thing. yep yeah because even working at a school like ha, ha, i want to say like 75 percent of the beefs that go on in high school are because of something yeah. that went on on social on social media it's not because they're having face-to-face -face confrontations because no one's looking up from their phones for it to be like face-to-face all these girls, I've been thinking now about when I used to get bullied and shit. And, like, you used to talk a lot of shit in school. And, like, when you walked out of the doors, like, you could get into a fight because you was talking shit all day inside. And, like, that bitch will catch mm -hmm. you. But now it's, like, the those girls, they get really brave and bold about how they're going to bully them over social media. And bitches aren't, like, fighting face-to-face -face like they used to. Not that they should. No, they, they should. They should. They, I'm all for it. Like, I, got, I have a daughter. She's going to go to school. Like, she's in daycare now, but I'm teaching her from young. Like, you don't start nothing, but you will finish. And if you need help, you're going to get me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, mm -mm. That's, yeah. that's a very sensitive topic. And I'm not going to see my kid do something that if I were to intervene one way or another would have prevented, like, all these suicides that are happening because of bullying. Like, yeah. I would not let that happen to my child or any other kid that's close to me because something has to happen. Like, that's listen, you know, I'm st I'm very much in between. Like, you know, obviously yeah. violence isn't always the answer, but I do know some of the hard moments I had I'm growing sorry. up. <laughs> raised me. No, no. Made me stronger. So I, it's really a difficult line. Like, sometimes mm. you try to talk sense into these kids and all that textbook shit, yo, does not work. <laughs> you, they don't care how much neutral language, how much you empower them. It doesn't fucking matter. Those kids mm -hmm. come from where they come mm -hmm. from and they'd be Whoa. ready. Sometimes, be ready. And sometimes as the teacher, like, I know I have moments where it's like, I literally, you don't say this out loud, but you'll think in your head, like, you'll think in your head, like, well, if he, if he or she does this enough times and that person smacks them, I'm just going to look the other way because they deserve it. <laughs> like, sometimes the kid really just deserves to get smacked. So, yeah. like, sometimes you're just like, listen, when he smacks you, I'm not going to yeah. say anything. Right, like, right. All right, so topic of the day, sex education Woo! for our youth. Um, <laughs> you know, we grew okay. up, um, all of us here grew up pretty much in New York City. Um, I grew up in the South Bronx. Uh, sex education was not a thing. No. I remember that the only reason I got any sort of sex education was because there was an after-school program that came into the mm -hmm. school mm -hmm. and offered those services. Children's Aid Society. Yeah, shout out to Children's Aid Society. And, like, we had to, like, sign certain, like, like we had to sign slips from mm -hmm. our parents saying that we could get that sort of sex ed. Um, but it was important because it came in around fifth grade, which I remember in fifth grade, my mom at first, she was like, I'm not signing that paper. You're too young. You're too young. But the truth is, is that by that time, there were already, like, I was already wondering, like, oh, does giving head make you a slut? <laughs> not because I was giving head, but just because the, the idea of what head was was introduced to me. Yeah. I didn't know what head was. And suddenly, mm -hmm. you know, sucking a guy's dick was something that was either important, you know, to your growth as a woman or mm. just important to stay away from for your reputation as not being some yeah. sort of slut so like imagine at five like who's talking to me about sucking dick at, in fifth grade excuse me not at five but you know what i mean like that so it's Sorry. interesting because um 
So when I was working uh, with Children's Day Society for some time, we had there was one of their centers in uh, Staten Island that was open in a high school because they don't do sex ed in that high school. They like find a way to work around it and like teach certain things, but they don't have to actually talk about sex. Mm. And that's because on the island there's a lot of traditional like Italian families, Irish families, and stuff who don't because of their religion like do not want to talk about sex and don't want to introduce the concept of their kids having access to condoms and. All this shit, but but their kids are fucking right because it's naturally that's what happens. Like you can't stop young people from being curious, even if you don't talk about the thing. But if you don't talk about it, yeah, as we know, yeah, then it all goes away. Either they're getting pregnant, they're catching STDs, or and most importantly, which is what what made me want to think about this today is the their mental health and how they view themselves and and their confidence level and yeah. how that relates itself to sex and how heavy. Um, that pressure is for young people now because we had that pressure growing up. But I notice now, like, my, I have an eight-year-old niece and I can see that she feels like when she's taking a selfie, she needs to look sexy, for example. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't think that she's at an age where she's going to relate that in any sort of way to, like, getting a, yeah. a guy for sex or anything that deep. But you do know after a certain age, being cute is important not only to be one of the cute girls, but the cute girls get all the what? The boys. The little guys, yeah. Right? So, like, all of that stuff related. And I wonder, like, you you know, you don't want to talk about anatomy. You don't want to get into the logistics. But, like, I feel it's important that we need to add in mentally, like, how sex um, affects you mentally and emotionally. Because you have young girls out here fucking people, you know, whether it's and the reality of where we grew up. Sometimes it was girls with older guys and not, like, on some pedophile shit. But yeah. even, like, let's say three or four years older than them who, if I'm 14 and a dude's 18, our lives and what we have access mm-hmm. to are very different, right? So um, the pressure that comes from, like, wanting to be the right type of person and vice versa. If you're a young man and, like, you and, like your identity is tied to how you are in bed and even more so our LGBTQ mm-hmm. AI plus? I plus. I'm going to learn this very soon. <laughs> Me too. I'm, just, I'm just used to saying LGBTQ+. But um, anyway, like, especially for that group of youth, right? Because then, like, who's talking to them? Because they're not even focused. They're not the nucleus of sex education. Cis kids are. So how do you even talk to a kid like that? Like, don't let that, that older woman or older man take advantage of you because you're looking, like, you know, you're exploring your sexuality. Right. Or don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and it also ties into... Just you being able to orgasm. Like, right. if you don't know where your body parts are and which part right. feels good, how are you going to come? Right. Like, why are you having sex? Absolutely. No, and, and that's really, and that's what that's I mean. That's the whole point. It's like, part of that, like, <laughs> sex is not taught in a way where we're saying, learn to enjoy the experience to pleasure yeah, pleasure. yourself. pleasure. Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, it's all about, it's focused on the guys. Like, we all know what it looks like when a guy comes. Yeah. We all know, like, you know, there's no shots, and not that I'm saying I want to see this, but there's no, like, clear shots and diagrams of, like, when a woman comes, here's where her pussy juice goes through. Here's mm. where, you know, if she's a squirter, this is the hole that she's squirting out of. Like, you don't know anything about what your you know, coming looks like, therefore it's shameful. Like right. You, it's sort of they like, don't, like they you can't don't understand. Even, some of them, some people don't even know. Like, yeah. They can't tell, so they ask, did you come? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. That did not happen for me at that moment yeah. in time, you know? Um, so I don't, do you know, in your school, Juan, like, what grades, do you know what grade they start teaching sex ed? Um, I know that in, like, what they call advisory, um, they do, like, a month of, like, HIV, STD mm-hmm. education. Um, 
And I know that it's so bland that by the time the kids are freshmen and sophomore, they're like. But I feel like they only do that. Literally, for the AIDS walk. But and like so, like for because they need to raise money. No, no, not even not not even for my school. It's literally just like a month where they do a thing of STDs. It's not about raising money or anything. Okay. Um, but other than that, like I don't think that there's much to, unless they do it in health class too i mean that's what health, so it's yeah. supposed to happen in yeah health. yeah i i mean i guess they do, would do it in health class but i assume that health class is a joke it, as well and mm. i got health um, class in ninth grade in high school yeah i they yeah. did health for us uh i think junior or senior year but my school. school also just my also my school is also just looking into getting a gsa like a gay straight alliance and stuff like that so we're kind of behind really that's no yeah. way yeah, huh. I mean, I remember I was like the the vice president of the GSA at LaGuardia, right? And so like I had been exposed to that from get when yeah. I was fourteen. Our school doesn't even have that. Wow, wow! And there's a huge gay population in this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. coming out earlier and earlier. Yeah, so. and 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 how do we support that, right? And mm. and that's what I'm saying. So we have to reframe our our sexual education to not only speak about ama- uh, uh, anatomy, but about you know literal emotions tied to sex and but how I you feel consent like... to sex or don't consent to sex like how do you speak up for yourself in in a sexual space yeah. so that you're being pleased so that you're being safe mm-hmm. um you know and so that you're you're having the optimal experience because if you are going to start exploring why not learn that it's a beautiful thing early on why does it have to be that when you're young you have terrible fucking traumatizing yeah. sex and then hopefully you'll become an adult who will hopefully come across the path of a person who will show you what it's you know what's really sexy what is it like when I really take my time mm-hmm, with your body mm-hmm. when I'm connecting with you like why do we have to wait like that shouldn't be a rite of passage mm. like when I'm older right, if right. I'm exploring at 15 16 like it would be nice if the person I'm doing it with is educated in a way that they understand that we can speak on a certain level during mm. the intimacy I don't know so then I get like all the budget cuts and stuff and why there is a lack of sex ed classes, but I feel like as parents, we do need to educate our yeah. children on yeah. how to use a condom and what is safe sex? What is sex in general? Because I remember I was raised by my grandma and she was like trying to convert into Jehovah Witness at the time. So she would sit me down every Sunday and we would read the Bible and like verses and she had like hmm. this this book where she would like teach me religion. So I was like, okay with that. But then uh, and one chapter was about um, Adam and Eve and how they had to restart a family because there was no other people in the world, apparently. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, how? How? How do you have kids? Like, mm-hmm. what do I have to do to have a baby? Like, where do babies come from? Oh, when two people love each other, it's a special bond. Mm-hmm. And we have babies. Yeah, but How? how does that happen like how do i know i have that special so there was no sex talk in my house Mm -hmm. which caused me to be curious at a young age Mm -hmm. but i was smart i had a computer and i had internet ma i had internet (laughs) so i would google what is sex so planned parenthood has this really cool website which i don't know if they still have it Mm -hmm. but because of planned parenthood i was able to research mm-hmm. what is sex where are my areas like i should get a mirror and get to know my body better right. right to understand how it works and where things are and 
what's syphilis? How were STDs transmitted? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is Ooh. HIV? Like, HIV, I didn't know. Like, I was really raised under the um, impression that HIV, like, if I touch you, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Like, because my grandma just wouldn't talk to me about it. So websites like that, I had to rely on. So I feel like as a mom now, I'm not going to have Leah rely on other sources. Like, she has a question, she can come to me. Like, mm-hmm. I want to have that relationship with her where, you know, she's not afraid to ask me questions and I'm not going to be afraid to answer those questions because I know times are changing and I'm, I've am i grown up in that environment where for my grandma, times have changed. She didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now my daughter's being raised by her mom, so it's going to be a different experience. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'm able to, you know, I'm not just talking shit now and then when my daughter's <laughs> seven and she's like, Mom, what sex? And I'm like, uh, when two people love each other. <laughs> like, I know. the first answer. <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking forward to and that. And so she goes, "How?" Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I like. I feel like I come from the good old '90s, like the the good old '90s where my father had the illegal red cable box. Oh my god! The Spice <laughs> Channel and um, was it Showtime turned into Playboy? At the, oh no, that just was Channel 69. Um, <laughs> so good old Spice. Shout out to Spice Channel. Shout out to my brother. Like showing me porn when I was younger (laughs) and then me exploring it even further um but even like growing up I always knew that I was gay and um I don't think the idea of like gay sex ever came up for me Hmm. like until way later on in the game like I had always known like straight sex because of porn right um but like in terms of gay sex like I don't know I guess it was my own research yeah. that I was doing via uh, random websites or whatever. But, like, I don't know that it ever really came into a game of, like, learning your body mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. how gay sex is, is pleasurable for a man and, and learning how it's different but also similar and something like that. Now, so. what age do you guys think, though, is too young to start talking about sex? If, if you think there's such an age. Um, well, okay, so if we really want to get, like... Technical. Technical, I feel like, I feel like society makes us think that there's an inappropriate age to talk about it. Hmm. Um, but I feel like middle school is really, yeah, like, that time I where agree. it's appropriate. I feel like middle school is where you really start to get, um, exposed to... And not, like, late idea. in middle school. No, like, fifth no, grade. Yeah, like, fifth grade or whenever middle school starts now, because I remember moving to the Bronx, mm-hmm. and I was in sixth grade... And I heard that this girl sucked dick. I was like, what? Like, you know, because you're around older kids, you shouldn't wait for an older age. Like, you're going to hear it if you're around older kids. Especially now that more and more schools, which I don't agree with this, but that so many schools are 6 through 12 now. Mm. So you have 6th graders with Mm 18-year-olds in the same building, Mm -hmm. you know? Um yeah, so it I needs think to start early. Yeah. Where it needs to start because at least from life experience, that's where it started naturally. So it's it's I think also um, it, it can happen in waves. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think it's important for a child to begin to understand their body. So you can start with anatomy, and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be about 
this is what sexy is. This is what coming is. This is how you make your click. Like, you know, yeah, you have to yeah, go yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. You know yeah. I mean? like, you don't have to do all that, but you can say, like, this is a vagina and this is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important, you know, as a young girl, especially when you start nearing puberty, to understand that your your vagina is is actually the canal inside and that actually the lips and everything outside the that they're seeing is the vulva. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it took me a minute to really realize what the components of my pussy was you know and <laughs> you know and i i think that the more that i've been like as an as an adult learning more and empowering myself and exploring my pussy is like i've been able to um pleasure myself in ways and and to have confidence in when i'm you know being sexy or doing something with a guy like i mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. what i what i want um yeah, I, I think that the age is sort of relative. I think it depends on how deep you're going to go. Um, but I feel like there were probably some things that we didn't hear when we were younger that would have been helpful to hear when we were learning about sex. Like, yeah. for instance, like, no, I, I didn't really have an understanding of what the clit was. Um, but I always knew that I that it would tingle a lot. And I always knew that if I closed my legs together really, really tight, I felt some slight ease, but it still wasn't enough. But I never liked touching myself, right? So, like, I feel like that would have been helpful for me um, when I was younger. And, yeah, maybe I would have been masturbating earlier. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> That's that's for me to do. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's just what something that I can do and explore and you know I didn't know. Being someone that works with young guys and the, like just like the random boners that you get as like an adolescent human being growing up, it's just so awkward to just see it happen (laughs) in the classroom and be like, I understand why you need to sit down so you can sit down. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, because it's just, it's it's good for people to have an understanding. Um, I think that so so often I'm on Facebook and I see grown-ass people who I think if you had better sex ed as as an adolescent, like your life wouldn't be this miserable. Um, Mm. And, and, a lot of people who are ashamed and don't want to say, yeah, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever come mm-hmm, successfully mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Or people who are afraid to explore, explore, explore their sexuality and talk about it with other people. I think that we need to create more safe spaces for people yeah. to just do that, which is why, like, even on this show, I'm like, yeah, fuck, we're going to talk about sex. Like, I don't, mm. nobody wants to hear me talk about that shit. Like, my brother, my sister, my parents don't, like, nobody wants to hear me we talk grow about now. this shit. You know, but <laughs> the reality is, is that there, there needs to be spaces where people can say like yeah like you know the way i come matters and like don't be so rough in my pussy that shit don't feel good that shit hurts you gotta and it's okay to to use toys yeah it's okay to use toys like lubrication is life and that's you know what i mean like that's those are things that no one wants to talk about and i think there is a delicate balance between like well how do you say that without being inappropriate Mm -hmm. you know like when you're teaching kids but like you'll find the way um because tv has taught us like you said like most you know you would watch porn and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and for me it wasn't interestingly enough um i didn't really have access to porn like that um and i was kind of scared of it even Mm -hmm. um but what i did what would really turn me on was just like the foreplay or the leading up to sex in watching yeah. movies or the leading up to sex, like that was always so intriguing Listen, to me. Listen, that Titanic scene. Storyline. Right. You know, um, it's it's like, yeah, there were certain movie scenes where it was just like, like you know, yeah. like, took your breath away Ooh, okay. just All right, to let's watch do this it. Right now, top five sex scenes in movies. Um, I, I my mine is Titanic. Like, yeah, I was like, Titanic. yo, what? 
And I was young, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's so hot and smoky in there, yeah. like, in the car. And then she just car, drags her hand. She's dragging her hand. I'm like, yo, sex must feel amazing. I used to always be about, like, a good public sex scene, like, 8 Mile in the middle of, like, the warehouse. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, too, though. That's a good one, too. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I can't think of any, but I know that anything that's, like, hot and heavy and rough, like, anything where it's the final, it's finally when the moment where the two people who have never fucked and are bantering the whole uh-huh. movie, and finally, like, they get to fuck and he's just like fucking her and I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the one <laughs> I don't remember a movie that's like that now, now there's definitely movie scenes or like they put her up on the fucking counter in the kitchen and I'm like yeah fuck that bitch tell her to shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. you love her tell her to chill out and hide these drugs for you don't <laughs> like, novelas were real extra yo novelas growing up I grew up Yes. watching a bunch of novelas and I'm like oh my god yes Yo, damn those motherfuckers and you knew they were smooth too they would just it, for me it would be like the smooth movement and you see the butt <laughs> in their muscles and I'm like this motherfucker is about to go ham on that right now I would just know and that would be enough quite frankly to get me turned on shout out like, to Telemundo shit. for showing a little bit more than like, Univision <laughs> Yo, dead ass though. Telemundo was it, and then there was that other network that wasn't Telemundo or, or Univision that was Unimas. Unimas, I think probably that would show a little more. You yeah, know, yeah. always exciting. Those now, you know which one was the ones the Brazilian, the Portuguese novelas. Those mm-hmm. were the ones. Those bitches was getting fucked on that show. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds very degrading, but like in these shows, like it is the men yeah. d- dominating, dominating women in section. Yeah. That is the culture. It's part of the. It's a thing. So what? Well, I used to watch Noah's Ark for My Little Gay. It was, <laughs> it's basically like a. It was a local TV show. It's basically like Sex in the City, but gay oh, men. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Bible Noah's Ark. No, I know, right? Like, like Noah's Ark. What? <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. No, but that's, yeah, shows, any show that had that little raciness, it was always great. And then Sex in the City, like, as I got older, oh, yeah, like, I was just like, yes, yeah. amazing, Sex in the City. This is um, what it's all about. Um, and I, I feel like I, my, my expectations of sex have changed over time. So when I was you know, younger, I thought, okay, you know, you're going to lay there. You're going to be really, really sexy. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't know what I had to do. I just knew I had to moan. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless if it feels good or not. Yeah. I just knew I had to sound sexy and then just like be there and like be really hot. So for me, I didn't even realize that there's ways as a, you know, as a chubby girl, as not the ideal girl, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, that there were things that I could do that had nothing to do with my appearance. Like, suck really good dick, or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or make out a certain mm-hmm. way, or, like, kiss his neck the best out of anyone who kisses his neck. Like, there are so many things, and we're not taught that. So to me, when I would look at myself in the mirror, I'd be like, oh, I'm not good at sex because I'm not hot. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need to be good at sex. I need mm-hmm. to be hot. And even when you would see porn in the movies, the girls who always got fucked were the hot girls. Um, so my expectations of sex were very low in terms of what I was receiving. Because to me, it's all, it was all about what I had to do to make sure that he was having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, once, a, you know, you always hit that motherfucker who's like, oh, you mean they've never eaten your pussy before? Oh, <laughs> you mean <laughs> you don't know if you squirt or not? Oh, let, let me try. Let me. <laughs> I can show you the world. Got turned the fuck up. <laughs> like you know, and then like different men, different things that you go learning over time. But like what ultimately I found was like, wow, 
what I thought was sex was not yeah. sex at mm. all. So now my expectations as an adult, like, and it's fr- I, I get frustrated with myself if I don't make myself get everything that I expect. It's like, no, if I am giving oral, I should be receiving yeah, oral. Like, right. if we're gonna get freaky, then we need to commit to the fucking freakiness. Like, if I want to talk dirty, if I want to send you a dirty Snapchat, like, I I want to be able to be my full sexual self with the person, or else it's not worth doing it. Over and over again, you know. I didn't know talking dirty was so difficult. It's so hard. It's it could Dude, be so awkward. I, it's <laughs> I just hate being asked like talk dirty. Oh, yeah. oh it's so hard. Put your, put your like, yeah, like uh, put your finger on my butt. Yeah, like, I, what, <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard when you're texting like in the middle of the day or if you're at work or something. Like what the fuck am I gonna say? Like I don't know because sometimes you get a little too nasty and then they'd be like, but like yeah. damn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, you know, when they didn't, when they read it, but they haven't responded yeah. for a long time, you're like, oh, it's fuck. It's taking us I went too far. I, I, I went too far. I did too much. Like, I remember the first time I ever sent a picture of my vagina, <laughs> and I didn't hear it back. And I was what? Like, you didn't hear? What? Not right no. away. Not right away. I okay. back, and I freaked out. I was like, Julissa? He was probably was taking his much. time to send it you a good <laughs> dick pic. <laughs> much. No. Guess what? The nigga fell asleep. I swore, though. Uh, but I thought... <laughs> No, no, and that's fine. But like, I went through the night. I was, it was horrified. Damn. I thought I, I thought I broke the rules. I was like, you broke the rules. It was not good. I knew there was no way to make this thing look pretty. I knew it. I knew oh, it. Oh man. <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> but you know, um, definitely, I think my expectations have raised quite a level um and you know we're living in an age where there are females and there are males who are just like if you're not gonna cover all the sexual bases but like you're my ride or die you'll be my ride or die and then they're getting shit on the side like they're Mm. finding ways to clean themselves on the side which i think really sucks Mm. it's like you want to have another bitch in the bed all right let's have a discussion perhaps maybe no (laughs) No. we're not gonna bring her nope Let's have, oh, it's our anniversary. Fine, let's have a threesome for the anniversary. But I'm going to be there. I'm going to be present. Or like, what, you want me to You want me to lick your asshole, baby? I, I can lick your asshole. You wash it clear, nice enough, I'll do that for you. You going to shave like, it. <laughs> I'll help you bend over. Nair, Nair. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like, you know, it's, it's really important to, like, be able to explore all the sexy shit with your partner. Um, no, I mean, no, um, would you not be down to try I, shit? Like, I think, I think that, yes, no, I agree with you. Um, I feel like for me, I know that I've become a lot more like upfront from the very beginning where before I was the very like quiet, submissive, do whatever the guy wanted type of person. But then I realized like, no, that's not going to get you anywhere. Like, for example, last night, a guy started talking to me at a bar, um, and I was waiting for Gerard to get off off of off of the clock from bartending. And he started off real smooth. He was like, Oh, you look real cute. And I was like, <laughs> Anna. <laughs> I, I, was, I was feeling myself and I, he saw me he caught my he caught me taking a selfie of myself. Mm. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And like I usually don't entertain randos because in the house kitchen I tend to get recognized a lot. So like I don't know, I get I choose to not entertain random guys. Yeah. Um, also because they tend to be creepy sometimes. Um, but anyway, this guy like started normal conversation and we were just talking or whatever. And he was like, oh, cool. I have a drinking buddy. 
And so he was like, I'll buy the first round, you buy the second. Uh, uh, um, he was like, if you got this round, I'll get the next round. I was like, oh, sure, whatever, because I wasn't paying for drinks anyway. Yeah. Um, Pop it. Because I, because I knew the bartender. Yeah. So I got the first round or whatever. We're talking. And I can see, it was obviously he was flirting. Like, just little gestures of, like, touching the arm, you know, touching the leg, gracing the leg, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was I was taking the opportunity to literally, like, get to know him before getting, like, super sexual with him. And then, um, so basically, like, we were talking or whatever, and I started to put on this, like, very confident, like, like sexual vibe yeah. towards him. And then he ended up going to the restroom. Gerard's like, Gerard comes to me at the bar and he's like, yo, be careful with him. He's a little bit messy. And I was like hmm messy okay and so then at that point i was already in too deep to just kind of like cut it off yeah and be like so i decided to like be very upfront and be like all right so what's up because a lot of people know me here and i've been getting looks about you and like so tell me tell me what's up with you what do you, what's your what's your game what is this or whatever and he got kind of, like, flustered or whatever. And I was like, listen, I'm not new to this game. And I'm not telling you that I'm not going to... I'm stopping it right now. I'm just giving you the chance to be upfront with me. And he didn't. And so then I was like, okay. maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, kept him moving Yeah, whatever. yeah. But, like, his dick was in my hands. Like, when I said, when I, said I was putting forth that, like, sexual... Like, I was, yeah. we were literally, like, about to. And then I was like, nah. Good for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real, good for you. Uh-huh. I'm too jealous. I am not bringing another bitch into the bedroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's not let that go. You, you, um, you want me to do something? You want to try something new? All right, let me try it with you. Right. Like, you want to have anal? Okay, let's try it. You want to get your dick sucked? Let's try, try it. it. Yeah. I'm not bringing another bitch into the bedroom, though. Like, yeah. that's not, no, you're not going to include nobody. I don't care if it's anniversary, if we're on vacation and we're never going to see her again. Just the fact of me seeing you pleasure someone else mm. is no, no. What like, that might guy? be sexy no. as fuck. Hell no. Have you, no? you met my husband. <laughs> like, no, no. So you guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. We can agree. We disagree on a lot of shit, but when it comes to, like, important stuff, we agree and we have similar perspectives. Yeah. So, Ooh, which is why good. most things work out, but, yeah, no, no, no third party. No third party. Mm-mm. I just think every man should get their asshole licked at least once in their life. I firmly believe that. You are a Don't strong advocate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, and what's yeah. funny is, like, there's, there on both sides of the spectrum, because, like, at first I used to be like, yeah, I got my ass ate, blah, blah, blah. show me where the best ass eat is at, whatever. But then when I ate somebody's ass out, there's, like, a sense of empowerment when you're, like, <laughs> down there. Really? I don't know. It's the same type of empowerment that you get when you're sucking dick, only, like, they're a little bit more it's of a so bitch. It's so sensitive. They're a little bit more of a bitch for when you're, males, when you're which is why I think because if I knew, I, I don't know that for females the nerve endings it's not as sensitive. It doesn't mean it's not sensitive for a woman. Mm-hmm. But if I had, if someone told me, yeah, Julissa, if you let him eat your asshole, that's the optimal like sensation that you'll feel. All right, nigga, eat my asshole. Like you know, when I once I discovered the clit, it was like over. Yeah, like, yeah. You had to engage nothing. my clit or no fucking cigar. Like so, if I was a dude, like yeah, like if your girls wanted yeah. to like well, your asshole, you're activating the prostate, feel it, feel it. Your body our, does it for you. Use spot it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So to so, me, it's like use it or lose it. Either you're gonna die, and you're not gonna feel your dick at its hardest. I will say this for guys you, who are who have never had it happen to them or whatever. You will never come harder than when something's in your ass. 
Yeah. <laughs> Baby, we, we got to talk. <laughs> As we write that down. No, but uh, I'm surprised you said that they're like, it's empowering to be back there because to me, it's empowering to get my ass eaten. Like, right. yeah, I got this nigga. This nigga wants me. Yeah. Because you don't yeah, do I that think, to I everyone. It's, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's on both sides yeah. of the spectrum. Like, yeah. like, cause I've been on both ends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something empowering about both. Well, because of the, sen- probably like the power of the sensation yeah. and the jerking and it's just like, yeah, I can make that happen for you. But I just think, and, and the reason I bring that up specifically is because I think that's another huge thing for me when we're talking about sex education. It's also like empowering kids to understand every piece of their body and what it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that because people shy away from talking about assholes when it comes to guys mm-hmm. and when it comes to girls, if you get fucked up the ass, then it's like a, oh, you're slutty. Like, it's automatically yeah. put in a slut category. And then for guys, it's automatically gay. Like, if anybody touches the ass, it's, that's gay. Mm-hmm. Even if I put my finger near your gooch a little too close, you're gay. If you like it. And your body part, that muscle was a muscle that was created just like your eye, just like mm. your tongue, your knees, your calves. So how is that gay? Like, yeah. it can't be gay. Yeah, it, right. it, it is literally a physical muscle and it is literal nerve endings, which mm. is the reason why you feel pain and whatever sensation everywhere else in your body. That's all it is. It's not gay. It's yours. <laughs> and then when certain things happen to it, you feel some type of way. Um, it, it's not so like empower yourselves and like get your assholes licked out here. Stay I really woke. am. Stay woke. Like <laughs> let somebody eat your asshole. Like for real, live a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that was the the the, the a piece of sex advice from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we can leave every the the audience with a piece of sex advice, I guess mine is get your asshole eaten. But <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I would just, like, use a mirror and don't be mm-hmm. afraid to explore. Like, mm-hmm. you have the same way guys have nerve endings, like your nipples are in an area, you, your back, like, yes. there's your anus, your yes. your your clitoris, or your mm-hmm. vulva, the inner labia, the outer, right. anything exactly. can trigger something else. So don't be afraid to just see how it, how it looks because it's difficult if you're just looking down. But if you mm-hmm. use a mirror, you're actually getting in there, and then you get to see what he sees which is important yes yes for grooming Um, i guess i would say two things um let go of your inhibitions Mm -hmm. in general and get yourself a good soundtrack interesting say more on that because i'm like here or there like the musical so i i'm a you know i'm a britney head and um (laughs) sorry you know you know i'm a britney head (laughs) and and the, like <laughs> that bitch has a lot of good songs. And I, I can all right. If I were to call up Adiza, she would know because I made a playlist and I, I put in my. Is give me track. more on there? No, 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 no. We're talking in the zone era. Oh, so we're talking about breathe on me. We're talking about touch of my hand. Oh, these touch are slow of my hand songs. Is, touch of my hand that, is. Um, what was that song you covered? Oh, Slumber Party. Slumber Party. Get it right. Get naked. Um, but also, like, obvi- it, it's obviously to, like, what you're... I mean, I'm naming a bunch of Britney Spears songs because that's my favorite artist. But, like, for... I feel like there's something about really setting an environment where, like, the music's right, the lighting is, like, really cool, and you're just, like, really dedicating yourself to this. I, I, yeah, I'm going to jump back in and say I take that back because now I'm thinking about specific moments in my sex 
life in which music has made the experience. I remember one time I had a motherfucker slow dance me to Frank Sinatra first and then Ooh. eat my pussy out to Jimi Hendrix. And yeah. it was phenomenal. <laughs> it was phenomenal. He's now married. Fuck. Uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one time, yo, I... I love hood shit. Like, I've always sounded like this, and I've always been called white girl, and I'm not quite hood enough, but, like, one time I, like, fucked to um, Fabulous' summertime uh, shootout. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was amazing! Stop! I fucking... I, first of all, I love that album for all the reasons now. And, like, now it's just, like, the, the music video of sex that I have in my no. head every time I hear that I album. I fucking... Love it. Fucking uh, the most unexpected thing for me. Would Do you be know like, when I use music? Because surprisingly enough, when I use music, I can't concentrate on orgasming. Mm. Now, nah, but yeah, some real thugged mm. out. Sometimes trap music, like, trap music. is sexy to fuck to. But the right trap songs, because some of them are. Trap music is cool to twerk to, like, for foreplay. Yeah. Oh, for foreplay, mm-hmm. too. I think there are some fun songs, too. Like, I think it's, like, corny, but fun to have, like, certain, like, Usher songs, like, Daddy's yeah. Home and shit like that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, not on some real shit, but, like, on some, like, I'm about to have playful sex. Like, you know when you have yeah. like, that playful, yeah. like, we're just acting stupid sex. I think that songs like that are good. There's, I, there's a song that and just Miguel. popped in my head, and I really can't even think of how it goes, but it's an old school, like, our parents used to listen to it. Yeah, there's a lot of good There's, there's a lot sorry. of good music. I, I think, I think soundtrack I is, is a good, like, I, I like to have... I'm also just very much into music, so I love having a good soundtrack to anything. Yes. You know what? Advice uh, also to give is that exploring during sex does not just stay within the dick and the vagina. Like, someone, like, whispering in your ear, breathing hot in your ear, kissing Mm. certain parts of your body that don't often get kissed, you know what I mean? Like, that stuff is really fucking valuable in foreplay. Like, yeah. And what worked for your ex didn't necessarily work for your current that's right. Significant Ooh. other. So you got to explore. So you have to, everybody's different. Everybody's gotta different. Explore. Yeah. I had, I had one guy who was really into feet. Um, so feet, feet turned him on. All right. So the holidays are around the corner, literally like next weekend. Yeah, That's literally. it. It's already Christmas. I'm so um, we, <laughs> we want to, we want, yeah, I haven't bought anything. We want to cover, you know, holiday traditions. Um, so, you know, I feel like over the years, the holidays has transformed. I used to love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of like, how do I feel? I feel like misaligned morally if I indulge Christmas too much. Like, it's it sucks. It's really like it's been ruined for me. Um, and I don't have any holiday spirit this year. Uh, and I think about, I think about, you know, at this point, like Christmas, I think of it for kids. I say, you know, Christmas has to happen for the kids, but the adults... Like, you know, you either will or you won't get them something. And then I think about, like, what kids are into now. And I can't imagine being a parent, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, in this day and age and have to keep up with all these gifts. Desiree, how the fuck do you do that? Oh, my God. I mean, my daughter. Well, uh, first, I think also, like, is it just a simple trip to Toys R Us anymore? No, no, no. You have to do your research from last year as a parent. I want to be prepared for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then 
it's just so much research that I have to do, so much money that I have to spend to make these kids happy. When in reality, I shouldn't be buying them off. I should be loving them and showing them how to appreciate what they have, even if what they have is little. Right. Like, just appreciate what you have and disregard what you don't have because what you don't have can easily be replaced. Yeah. Like, with love. Like, material things can easily be replaced. But, like, I, I, I guess that's what it is. Like, I've just taken my time and like if i have to buy my daughter anything i'll buy her like it doesn't have to be christmas right so she she, i think she knows that and my husband is on board with that just like every time we go to target like she'll see something we don't wait to buy it for her like we'll get it so she's kind of spoiled with that but it's just taking that time to like show them tradition show them why there's christmas and you know why there's thanksgiving it just we got to focus more on that that's another thing like i miss also like the night where all the titis come over and you make pastel. Yes. So like, mm-hmm. I miss like old school traditions like that. And and my mom tries to make them happen every once in a while, whatever. But like shit like that, like pastel night where you make 200 pasteles and give them to you and freeze them and give them yes. to your neighbors. And, yeah. Yeah, and, like, and you have pasteles for the entire year. Do you know year. how hard it was for me like, to find pasteles this year? My grandma would do them and I would help her cut the string and like tie them up. It's mm-hmm. exhausting. Yeah. So you need at least three to four people to create an assembly line mm-hmm. right. to get it done, like, in bulk. Right. No one is doing that this year. Yeah. It was so hard for me to find pasteles. And I even, um, well, a friend of mine on Facebook, she posted a, a, a photo of her and her mom, like, yeah, we're getting it in. So I hit her up. I'm like, yo, I need pasteles. Does your mom have? No, she's not doing it this year because her daughters don't want to help her. Oh, so I'm like, man, what? Yeah. yeah. We gotta keep up these traditions. I as really, yes, we as do. Like, yes, we do. Like, this, these, I've, that's one of those things where it's like, you fear, like, you fear that when your, your grandparents die, like, that's when they, that's when it all goes with them. Tradition mm-hmm. needs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's something so small, but something so important. Like, Patele, like, my mother has a fucking. Patele making machine. Yes. Where For la masa. It's made out of like, like stainless steel. Like tiles Blade. for the kitchen. And then it has this the, yeah. the, the, the steel in the middle and you turn it on with a light switch and you put all of that you put all of the fucking yep. bananas in there and it comes out the dough. grated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. Hell yeah. And also like being single during the holidays. <laughs> oh, Julie, come on. <laughs> Actually, like, it's, you know, it's great for your pocket because you don't have to, like, get anybody anything fancy. But, like, it also takes the fun out of it. For me, it's like, all right, if I hit the phase where, let's say, there's no kids around and so it is really just, you know, me and my age group with Christmas, I like the idea of, like, surprising people and, like, going in. Like, the gift always extravagant and not money-wise, but, like, thought mm-hmm. process Yeah, wise. yeah. So it's not like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see your favorite team play when they come to play the Knicks because nobody's favorite team is ever the Knicks right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's always oh your favorite team versus the Knicks yeah like let's go to Madison <laughs> so it's not like oh yeah like when they come in town let's go to the garden and watch them it's no let's go to Cleveland or let's go yeah. to San Antonio yeah. or Boston and we're gonna you're going to see your favorite team play at, at home. home. Yeah. And like, we're going to go eat all the best fucking food in the town and like, you know, do the activity. Like that's the fucking Christmas gift <laughs> I'm giving. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I love that element. I think that that's one of the things I miss the most out of being in a relationship, believe it or not. Like 
the shock value. I think low key, I was meant to have a TV show where you like go around and like redo people's houses and shit like that. Cause I get so excited when people get something that they love. Um, you know, and as I've gotten older, cause I've never been the kind to be like, Oh, I want this for Christmas. This motherfucker gotta get me, me whatever for Christmas. I'm so super simple. But I see so many people scheming out here. There's so many girls who have guys who will like just be like, yeah, for Christmas, I took her shopping and then also got her an Apple Watch and her favorite Coco Chanel perfume. That's very materialistic. And I'm like, how the fuck did you get all that shit from one person? I don't know. So in the spirit of, um, you know, relationship and gift giving, I'm going to play a little game with you guys. So um, let's it's the holiday bay game. So uh, you guys are going to pick a number from one to five and you're going to answer a question that's going to give us a tip or an idea on how you would give your certain bay a gift during the holiday season. Because I feel like relationships are so undefined these days (laughs) that people are kind of like, do we get a gift for that person? Should I not? Is that thirsty? Is that like... So we're going to play a little game. Um, Skittles, let's start with you. What number would you like to pick? Um, Okay. I'll go with number three. Wait, I don't know. Okay. My... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> One through five. <laughs> I was going to go with three, but I don't know if we were, you had already read that out loud, so I don't know if I know that question already. Right, and just, I'm just like... You can just pick a number. I don't know. Wait, I don't want it to be the one. It is that one. It is that one. Okay. Um, but don't but, read it. Okay. Just pick a number. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go with two. All right, so can you just do the intro into you picking your number? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to enter you back in. All right, so Juan, we're going to start with you. What okay. number do you pick? I'm going to pick number two. Number two. So, uh, we're married. You stay getting me tight. And if it weren't for our child, I would probably have left <laughs> you by now. Your gift is. Oh, man. <laughs> um, my gift. Can you read the question again? <laughs> We're married. We're married. You stay getting me tight. And if it wasn't for our child, I would probably have left you by now. Okay. What is your gift? I think that my gift is going to be uh, an all-inclusive resort trip. Damn, bitch. You're going to get him <laughs> an all-inclusive resort? You would get him like that? a Groupon. That is so nice of yeah. you. Oh, my God. Well, we That's... clearly have relationship issues and need to work shit out. So, like... Can I just say, Juan, that filled me with holiday spirit? <laughs> 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 electricity is your Christmas gift. That's a generous ass gift because I... No, I'm talking about like the $300 ones on Groupon. But still, it's a vacation. It's still a vacation. vacation. That's so dope. Because we clearly have shit to work out and I clearly need to learn how to like you again. So... Oh, that's sweet. You're you're saving saving the marriage. Okay. Saving the marriage. I fucking respect that. That's awesome. All right, Desiree. Pick a number from one to five. I'll go with four. Four. I didn't read it. Okay. <laughs> You're low-key my rebound, but I truly appreciate what you do for me. Your gift is... A rebound? Yeah, your rebound. I don't gift nigga. rebounds. 
Why? Really? Why never should had a I? No, no, no. I've had no, rebounds. No. I don't give him a gift. Oh, so, then, oh. so, then, so his gift so, is nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I guess if I'm playing the game, it has to be something that's like thank you, not you know. Um, so I don't want him to get the wrong idea. So, <laughs> so, so he wouldn't he wouldn't get tickets to the Knicks no, game. No, 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 no. Maybe like a sweater. He like, might get yeah, like a nice polo sweater. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. yeah. Because something I'm I'm, I'm I'm fucking the shit out of you, but we ain't together. Like you're just helping me move on. Right. You'll get like a polo sweater from Macy's or JC if they have it on sale. Right. I'm not spending okay. more than forty dollars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Your uh, turn. Yeah. So okay. I, you guys said two and four. Two and four. I'll do one. You'll do one. We've been fucking on Tinder for about two months. <laughs> the sex is valid, and I'm pretty sure I like you a bit more than you like me. Your holiday gift is. Oh, um, that's interesting because now it's like you want to show some light interest, but yeah, you don't, don't want to show too much thirsty. interest. I feel like. Maybe a, some sort of like if he, I know he loves Batman or something like that, like a cool gift that's not too extra that's related to that. Yeah. And then like an awesome like gift, like experience thing that we would do. So if there's like a certain like show or something, not like not like a Broadway show, you know what I mean? Maybe like, like a off, off Broadway. Yeah. Or, or not even like, yeah. Or, or like or like, you know, if we're going to go like. Maybe we go like paintballing. Well, paintballing is a lot, like but stomp, like stomp. Yeah, like you know, like we'll have a cute day in which I'm gonna like exchange to you whatever the thing is that I gave you. I'm trying to think of like cheap theater shit. The blue <laughs> group is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, like something <laughs> yeah, basic. That's, that's, that's a little cool. intimate. Yeah, you know, it's or actually good. maybe not even a show. Maybe I'm just like getting like we're just gonna hang out. You know what I mean? And then I'm gonna give you whatever basic boozy gift. brunch. Yeah. Go to boozy brunch. Go bartending afterwards. And then like give you. You know, a DVD collection of like Spider-Man movies or something like that, or not DVD. I don't know. I just feel like it wouldn't be something crazy, even though I would want to go ham maybe a little bit. But two months, mm, don't go too crazy. Don't and then he's not showing there. you that he likes you more, right? So I wouldn't invest and on that either. Also, you have this is the you know uh, Christmas is December. You have time between now and Valentine's Day if you think it's going that route. And if it's not going that route, then you didn't spend all your money on Christmas. I have low expectations for uh, Valentine's Day. Who's even? I'm not even thinking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, right word. Now. Listen, I haven't thought about a real that like real <laughs> Valentine's Day forever. I've been I'm like four years out yeah. of Valentine's Day. So, anyway. It's so cold in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Uh, definitely have a happy and safe holiday. Merry uh, Christmas. Eat pasteles and drink <laughs> coquito and keep uh, the tradition. A comer lechon, arroz con andule, a beber ron. Right. So, you know, um, all that shit. Uh, Desiree, where can we find you? What is your at? Yeah, my Snapchat, who is Des, D-E-Z, simple. And uh, look me up on Facebook, Desiree Monte. I don't have Instagram. She don't. I she don't. Really I'm don't. No, no IG Des. Yeah. No IG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Facebook, Desiree Martin. My my spelling of my name is very unique. <laughs> I like so I might have to spell <laughs> this out. So it's D-E-Z-I-R-A-E. Yeah. Desiree. Yeah. So definitely yeah. check her out and all her awesome shit. And if you ever need a car, that's your girl. <laughs> 
your girl I work at a dealership um, and as always at ladies who bronche if y'all are listening and y'all haven't hit that subscribe button Seriously. I'm gonna need you to just hit that button for us and even if you're only listening just cause you're like oh I love them they're my friends so I should try if you hate it that's alright just hit subscribe, subscribe yeah. on your way out thanks bye bye <laughs> <laughs>